Ooh, I have a great thing that we could use as a conference room little thing. It's a deleted scene, but you should you could you just need the audio. And it's basically it's Ryan and Kelly exchanging gifts. Mm-hmm. And then Oh nice. Ryan and Kelly trying to look for a gift that got thrown out and is in the dumpster. <laughs> Hello, Ryan. Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you. Do you always get presents for your ex-girlfriends? Okay, we're never technically... Um, is there a, is there a problem? Well, I didn't get you anything, because you've treated me inconsiderately, and I'm not going to stand for it anymore. Um, that's... that's fair. I'm sorry. Merry Christmas. Wait, Ryan, you're not mean. You're adorable. I'm so sorry. I got you a present, too. But then when I got to work, I didn't see anything on my desk from you, so I threw it away. And then Asuncion took the trash out, so I think it's in the dumpster. I'm so sorry. I'm the worst. Hey, Kelly, you know what? Throw my gift away, too. What? You paid money for that CD. I'm serious. It'll show that we don't care about material things. I don't understand. Kelly, I'm so cold. (laughs) You don't have to scream at me. Are you having fun in this relationship? Sometimes. I don't know, Kelly. Sometimes I look at us and I think... Don't dump me while I'm in the dumpster! Out of paper, out of stock There's friendly faces around the block Break loose from the chains That are causing you pain Call Michael and Stanley Jim Dwight Creed Call Andy and Kelly For your business paper needs Or Dunder Mifflin The people versus paper people Dunder Mifflin The people versus paper people Dunder Mifflin The people versus paper people Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company A show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office I'm your host and sole member of the committee to determine the validity of the two committees, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin Jane Sabachi, chef at Benihana. <laughs> and with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Why don't you just buy the whole song? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to buy it. I just want a taste. I just want, I just want a little taste of it. <laughs> Gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> is that's that it? it? No, that's it. Okay. <laughs> Gentlemen, I would I like... don't know what <laughs> that was. <laughs> I love it. Gentlemen, I would like to inform you that as a special treat, oh. my party will be starting early. In fact, it will be starting right now. Today, on this Christmas Day, we are discussing a Benihana Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Christmas. This episode Happy will holidays. be dropping on Christmas Day, uh, and we're, we'll continue what we started last week with the Christmas Party episode yep. from Season 2 by talking about Benihana Christmas from Season 3. Uh, a surprisingly dense episode, as yes. yeah. I went through and rewatched. There's yeah. so much going on here. Uh, a lot to unpack. Continues the tradition of Christmas Party episodes in the office where there's a lot of uh, meaningful things that happen right, yeah. for mm-hmm. all the different mm-hmm. characters, um, and very excited to kind of unpack it. Yeah, and we, uh, we're going to break down Benihana Christmas. We got some mailbag later with some voicemails. We got a conference room segment, some trivia for you as well. Uh, but yeah, uh, Benihana Christmas, season three, episodes mm-hmm, mm-hmm, 10 mm-hmm. and 11, hour-long mm-hmm. special, directed by the great Harold Ramis of Ghostbusters, Caddyshack, what have you. Written Orange by- County. <laughs> Year one. <laughs> sure. <laughs> written by Jennifer Salata. Um, Carol breaks up with Michael on the day of the Christmas party because he's photoshopped a picture of his face onto a picture of her ex-husband with their kids on a ski trip from two years ago. Skeezin's greetings, he says. And, and Skeezin's greetings to you, too. <laughs> Andy then... Ah, uh, yeah, that's how we should open. <laughs> that is how we... <laughs> Can we go back? Uh, Andy then tries to cheer Michael up by taking him to Benny Hanna's. And then they Asian take, Hooters. Yeah, and and they get uh, and they actually bring two young waitresses back to uh, the Dunder Mifflin Christmas party with them. Uh, also going on, Angela publicly shames Karen in the PPC meeting, so Pam and Karen team up to form the committee to plan parties and throw a margarita karaoke karaoke Christmas party. After they destroy Angela's party, they combine the parties and disband the CPP in a very touching moment. Um, a short-lived reign for the CPP. They came, mm-hmm. 
They burned it down. They left. It was I would have loved quite to have seen party. more of the CPP. You down with CPP? <laughs> you know me. <laughs> CPP Halpert. <laughs> um, I love the cold open for this one. Dwight runs over a goose and <laughs> just comes in with it and slaps it down on uh, Pam's, Pam's reception desk. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, argues with Toby about whether or not uh, he can cook and prepare it in the office. It's a really good back and forth between Dwight. <laughs> Dwight is... Please, please, Toby. He's so oh, it's pleading. Yeah. And I will prepare it. I love how he's thinking about how he's going yeah. to prepare it as he's <laughs> looking off and he's speaking wistfully yeah. with a wild rice dressing. He's Do we clearly, have any cayenne pepper yeah. in the kitchen? He's, he's back on Shroot Farms as a kid right there. Can we ask how Dwight was actually planning to prepare a goose in the Dunder Mifflin <laughs> the kitchen? Limited, yeah. The limited. The largest appliance. Pot. Is there even a stove? There's not no, a stove. I think the largest appliance that's ever been shown there is a toaster oven. Is there a hot a plate microwave. maybe? A dishwasher. <laughs> I don't know what, what's even in there. Yeah, he'd probably get a fire going somewhere <laughs> in the grounds. Uh, I do love Toby standing up to Dwight, though. Well, it's he, a very unique moment. Yes. So, yeah, he, he tells him he has to clean it, clean it, in, his it car. in his car. <laughs> yes, eventually he backs down a little bit. <laughs> I love when Toby's like, "We talked about this for like, for like a, half an hour." <laughs> I also love Dwight's orange beanie. Continues the yeah. tradition of Dwight's Christmas hats. Yes, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. It's so high viz. It is. <laughs> Nights of the Night hat. He's yeah. a hunter. And we also see him wearing it in the very last scene of this episode, right. which we'll get to at some point. Um, I like later. that Phyllis is actually game for this idea. That's kind of why Toby's <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Because Phyllis is like, I don't see what the harm is. Yeah, it's already, like that's dead. Very, like already dead. It's very true of Phyllis as the show goes on that she's like, yeah, whatever. Like, there's more, yeah. uh, she's much more loose, I guess. She's got a wild her. side. In yeah. contrast, what the hell's up with Creed not being down for some roadkill goose that's like right. that seems right up creed's alley yeah he says that's crazy that's yeah. it's crazy <laughs> it's like creed would be creed the most on board be like who's cooking goose you know somebody making soup Someone making hey, soup, yeah, making soup. Yeah. it's that guy what are you talking about uh but uh, also uh michael again entering a christmas episode with difficulty much like in season yes. two mm-hmm. with a tree riding a bike, the bike in which he later doesn't know how to ride a bike yeah, yeah we, we got a great that. question at one point all right the, about how Michael rides his bike or kind of rides his bike into mm-hmm. the office and then later it is revealed that Michael does not know how to ride a bike. Yeah. To be fair, he kind of crashes his way through the hallway. Right, yeah. and it's an old bike. And right. Yeah. I mean, going from that to Lance Armstrong's same model is, <laughs> is no small step. Big difference. There. Big difference. Anyway. Um, but yeah, Michael seems to just be getting rid of an old bike that... Uh, he may or may not ride. I do love the way that Michael comes in. So he's such, he's so excited for this Christmas party, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. He comes in riding the bike, right? Yeah. And then he's so excited because Carol's going to come and he's yeah. got the two tickets to paradise, right? Do and you, Oh, that's uh, one of my favorite musical is, moments. Yeah. He's glowing. <laughs> the first few minutes, just glowing in this episode. Two tickets to paradise. And just to illustrate how far he goes in terms of his... How excited he is to how devastated he becomes. You can compare his fist bumps with Andy when Andy comes in and they go, like they do that. And then later they do it as Andy's taking him to Hooters and Michael barely Barely gets through the explosion noise. Michael's emotional roller coaster is pretty dramatic throughout Mm -hmm. this episode. This might be the most times he ever cries in an episode, I think. He was like, I want to say like three, four times at least. (laughs) I counted. Just every time he starts talking, he starts choking up. But uh, that's, of course, after uh, uh, Carol stops by the office. She's there five hours early because she's a dumb blonde. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he he uh, makes he asks her to spin around in front of the office. He's extremely inappropriate. <sighs> it's really in bad. introducing his uh, new this girlfriend. Whole episode, Michael's just there's a lot of cr- good cringe moments with Michael here. Um, but uh, she finally gets him into uh, the office so they can speak quietly, and uh, she reveals the Christmas card um, where he's photoshopped his face onto uh, onto her ex husband. And let's see, as uh, I do love the moment when right before they walk into his office, he says, "Everyone, I don't know who you haven't met yet, but this is one of them." <laughs> and he does a little wank. Yeah, yeah. We get the Dwight and Andy like the contest where Andy stands up and says, "Michael, she's even prettier than you described her." Yeah. Dwight says, "Whoa, Michael, I don't think there's anything wrong with the way you described her." And then Michael goes, "Thank you, Dwight." (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yes, as Jim says, it's a bold move to Photoshop yourself into a picture with your girlfriend and her kids on a ski trip with their real father. But then again, Michael's a bold guy. Is bold the right word? 
It is some serial killer stuff he's doing there, that Photoshop. Uh, but, man, how it's, did... Yeah. It's, the, it's the weirdness combined with the confidence. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it is. It's a really weird thing to do and a very confident yeah. thing to do to, like, send it out to people. Yes. And yes. say that this is yes. my I, family. I mean, know? Carol says it. She just goes, this is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. Like, she doesn't yeah. know what to do about it. Yeah, and, that's uh, right. She's kind of. She knows. I don't she's know how to like, deal with with this thing, <laughs> and and the proposal because of course he right. proposed to her at Diwali before this, um, and I don't think things are going to work out between us. <laughs> they did in real life, thank God, <laughs> Mike, as we know. That's Michael, true. that's right. Yes, of course. If if you don't know, uh, Carol and Michael married in real life. Um, Nancy Carell. Nancy Carell. Um, Michael's uh, last attempt to get her to stay. Uh, is uh, he tells her, I got two tickets to Sandals, Jamaica. We leave day after tomorrow. So you better find the skimpiest bikini there is. <laughs> She's just so repulsed. I mean, it's like you have to remember that Carol saw, like the way that she fell for him is when she was at the hockey rink with her kids and Michael was just, you know, this really like mm-hmm. Really great with the kids, really good. Toes him with his stick. Right, yeah. The uh-huh. And then at the casino night where he's like leading this charity yes. event. Yes. You know, running the this nice thing for... There's know. a look He's got of... a pair of queens on casino <laughs> night. Right. He's going to drop a deuce on <laughs> We deceive them so as not to hurt them. Yeah. And that way, we honor them. Yeah. <laughs> there are like... <laughs> there oh, are Michael's just... so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. There are just like waves of shock that you can see. Yeah. Like, Carol, like, I mean, she came to talk about one thing, and now he's telling her to spin around in front of everybody. <laughs> I'm like, surprised like, that she even came in. Yeah, she right. should have just called him. She's, like, as soon as you get yes. that letter, you're just like, I, this is scary. Yes. What well, he did. <laughs> he goes the wrong way twice. So at one point, she she's basically ending it, and he says, I've got two tickets to Sandals, Jamaica, right? Yeah. And the other time, he says, if you walk out that door, it's over. And she says, I, yeah. I know. Yeah, that's <laughs> she, right. Yeah, he doesn't really go after her. He doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> Show contrition or yeah. remorse or try to understand what he did. He yeah. goes, he goes yeah. away. He goes all in, right. and then he goes with ultimatum. Yeah, right. it's like it's door. like getting like he's like he's getting kicked out of a bar, and as the bouncer's dragging him, he keeps ordering drinks yeah. as he passes by the bar. He says, "Whatever, I can make my own bacon cheese fries." Uh, uh, so then after that, <laughs> he comes out of his office. I'd like everybody's attention. Christmas is canceled. <laughs> Again, hundred yeah. back to zero. Yes, <laughs> dead faced, devastated. And the the one of the great sort of traits of Michael, especially in the early seasons, is when he's emotional. He like these things like barely escape under his breath. Yeah, you know he's he he barely gets the words out. Yeah. Carol and I split up amicably. <laughs> he's like. He's like starting to Already cry as tears. he's speaking, mm-hmm. and I just don't think we could appreciate. Uh, we could. Uh, I just don't think it would be appreciate to celebrate under the circumstances. <laughs> like he like can't really finish that. He Jim, does that a lot. Take yeah. New Year's away from Stanley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what, Phyllis? All of your guests would have probably canceled at the last minute anyway, leaving your life a stupid rotten mess. <laughs> and even as that happens, we see Pam stand up and says, what's going on, Michael? Yeah, right. <laughs> he, that's what he says. Carol and I split up. So Michael. even even in that moment, Pam is clarifying for yeah. everyone what's going Pam, on. Pam, which happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, it happens the show a lot. goes on. This is one of those great times where we get to see Pam like sort of taking care of Michael. She kind of knows like how to handle him. Mm-hmm. He's laying down behind her desk. Oh. Just the he, shot of yeah. his feet. Yeah. yeah. Oh. He's like, it hurts. It hurts. it hurts my stomach, my arms. She she like looks down and is like, my well, heart. why are you laying like that? He goes, thanks. And then he readjusts. I saw a nice parallel between that and the scene where he and, and Dwight are on WebMD. Yeah. And they're trying to figure out what Michael's <laughs> symptoms are. Right. Points and he points oh, abdomen. <laughs> yeah. Generalized area. Yeah. Points at the torso on the screen. But yeah. The hurts moment my that, heart, hurts my stomach, hurts my arms. The moment that made me think of too when when Pam is corralling Michael's energy to figure out what's going on. Uh when he comes in with the wet paint or the wet sidewalk and he's like he just comes in and is like, yeah. I need ideas. And yeah. she's like, Michael, what are you talking about? Like <laughs> yeah. they do you such do a good words. job. Yeah. yeah of like right. The way Pam knows Michael so well and yes. is able to like 
read immediately read his mood. Not that it's hard. I mean, Michael wears everything on his sleeve <laughs> yeah. at all times, but she's able to like look at him. Here's what it is. Here's what we need to do. There's also that moment where he's like, maybe the real reason they left was because there were things they wanted you to do <laughs> oh, yeah, right. in bed that were foreign and scary. <sighs> she's like, well, um, I don't, I don't need to know, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Then. Of course, Andy Bernard comes up with the... Uh, oh Well, I love that moment, too, where um, Dwight comes in and is throwing away everything that has anything to do with Carol. And he's also reading his lease agreement. Yeah, the, con- the closing as, uh, papers on the condo. As Michael keeps uh, replaying a sample of... Uh, of What is that song? Goodbye, my lover. Go- goodbye, my By lover. James yeah. Blunt. What a yes, timestamp. Right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, Andy, uh, much like in Business Trip, uh, goes yeah. into wingman mode. Oh, Michael. yes. He's very good at that. I love the way that Dwight's reading of the contract foreshadows his time as property owner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where he, he sort of is like looking through the yeah, document. Like she saved you a bunch yeah. of money. $2,000 because they didn't report a mold problem. But wouldn't that affect <laughs> yes. the overall? Oh, I see what he's she did. He's fluent in the language oh. of these contracts, <laughs> yeah. clearly, as he's flipping through it. And then now. as that happens, Andy walks up and goes, what's the haps? And Dwight just, <laughs> just shuts the door the in door his face. Yeah. <laughs> he does a little like, scoot back. It's so funny. Um, but Andy uh, makes it in and uh, says, we're going to Benihana's. Um, uh, Michael asks, is it like Hooters? He says it's, it's way classier and uh, the girls are hot, too. Um, so he assembles the entourage. They thank me when they speak the <laughs> Oh, what a great clip. I love that line. I've been waiting for a while yeah. for a time to actually play that. One more time. You will thank me when they speak the Adultus. The Oscar don't do this is a perfect yeah. little punctuation as well. Yeah. Um, I love this moment uh, where call her, Ryan... Andy. Call her. Oh my God, don't call her. <laughs> Favorite Oscar moment, right? There. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they go for a lunch. Yeah. Which turns into I don't know how long they're there because they're because then they come back and it's still light out, but there's also like apparently nighttime and right. Well, the, <laughs> there's a lot going on. It has to have lasted until about the time the party was going to start, which right. starts at three. But the the so had, like, margarita karaoke hour. Christmas was going to start two forty five. Yes. And so Angela calls Dwight and asks permission to start the party. So it's mm-hmm. got to be in that two forty five ish range right but then during yeah but during it andy's like cindy's been checking you out all night you know oh (laughs) not the first time they messed up with that scene slip up andy also andy also says uh hold on uh we have uh, i'm babysitting a dog who just popped his cute little head up that was he's up on my leg one of the cutest things i've seen (laughs) hey buddy i forgot he was here Mm. (laughs) hello augie augie the doggy Anyway, you were saying. Um, yes. What was I saying? Oh, <laughs> to go along with it. Yes. Andy says all night, but he also says, you made her laugh. She's totally into us. <laughs> <laughs> I love the story that Andy is telling oh, that he as tells they're the walking way in. in. Yeah. He's like, so she looked really hot. So I said, you look hotter than usual today. And then, and then it's like, and then some things happen. So you don't really follow along mm-hmm. with the story that he's telling. And then she looked at me and was like, do I know you? After buying lattes from her for a year, can you believe that? <laughs> and Jim says, "Yes, I can." <laughs> yes, uh-huh. I can. Yeah. Speaking of lattes, there's just a great exchange when that happens right around this time when he's uh, Michael's like, she used to get a faux mustache, you know, and she yeah. drink a latte. Yeah, that's right. That's and response. Dwight from off screen says, "What? <laughs> Carol had a mustache? <laughs> yeah." And, he's, and then he's, I'd say, "Got latte?" And she'd say, "That's not funny." <laughs> yeah. And he says, "She understood that we didn't have to laugh to enjoy each other." <laughs> <laughs> so clueless. Can we acknowledge why that couple didn't move down for Dwight? Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, too. we were talking yeah. about like, that. It's so obvious. It's like, yeah, they with these guys, just... can you take that seat? And mm-hmm. then Done. they're like annoyed by him talking across them, but it's it just just switch now. It's another Pam walking out of the art class. It's like, why don't you just say yeah, what's oh. going on here? Yeah, just take right, one right. second. I mean, for <laughs> the comedy of it, you have to set up that Dwight has to sit sure, there. Yeah, sure. but uh, sure. yeah, it, it, when you rewatch it, you just wonder why that couple wouldn't have just yeah. Yeah, slid over. They're just like do- like <laughs> wide eyed, like deer in the headlights. They don't do anything. Um, and Dwight, Dwight has but, a line that sums up 
almost Dwight's like complete philosophy as it pertains to Michael's friendship and his <laughs> assisting the regional manager where he says, how can I be there for Michael when I'm here for Michael? Right, right. <laughs> if he's not right like right behind Michael or right next to Michael, how can yeah. he protect him? He's always and, yeah, right behind his, be his bodyguard. And, his shoulder, yeah. Yeah. There's that exchange where Dwight uh, asked the the chef about what knife he uses. Oh yes, that's Bet a you great wish moment. you had a nakiri, don't you? <laughs> and then no, soba's better for this quantity. Yeah. And I love the lady who says, "I think he would know." And then Dwight looks at her. Like, yeah, just, just like what this 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 just like what? look of real questioning. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I feel like he goes through like, "Who are you?" And wait a minute, who now are you we're to enemies? accuse me of not knowing <laughs> yeah. my Japanese knives? Yeah, yeah. ridiculous. Um, also, a great moment when. Uh, uh, Andy asks the waitress to close her eyes and imagine her dream home. <laughs> Jim telling Dwight that, uh, oh, she's asleep. Um, and uh, now she's awake and she's trying to remember how to uh, properly butcher a goose. Butcher a goose, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Jim has a talking head right after this where he has to explain why he's now pranking Dwight after he said he wouldn't, right? So we can go back a little bit in the episode. Pam gets... A incredible gift, gift, a great gift for Jim. So also one thing that I did notice about this episode, there is no secret Santa. There is no gift. There's a little bit of gift giving at the end, but it's not really a big part of the episode. Um, Perhaps they learned their lesson from I think previous year's Yankee swap. It was banned this year, but uh, Pam unprompted just gets Jim a gift and she's been sending letters from the CIA to Dwight uh, and uh, she had him tell her every secret that he promised he'd never ever tell, <laughs> which is like Michael left early one day to go to magic to go to camp. magic camp. Um, <laughs> His secret is a reason for one of Michael's tardiness. It's yeah. so funny. It reminds me of that in, uh, in the money episode where he's like, in this scary bar is stuff that no one should ever spend <laughs> <Right>. money. <laughs> uh, well, the, sh- so she gives him the gift, which is the CIA operative yes. thing. And Jim is like, which is weird. He's just He's like a, with the promotion. I don't really, I shouldn't do this stuff anymore. Right, right. And he has a line. Um, he says, I feel like there's a chance for me to start over. And if I fall back into the same kind of things I used to do, then what am I doing? Now, he's, spo- he's supposed to be talking about pranking Dwight, but it, he's really talking about hanging out with Pam yeah. and like, you know, uh, uh, trying to be her friend again yeah, sharing, he doesn't want sharing yeah. those laughs and those moments that right. kind of made up so much of season two um and you wonder if it's is is it supposed to be co- conveyed as growth for jim do we what do we want as viewers like what do we expect from jim you know? yeah it is somewhat disappointing in the moment to watch jim turn down the opportunity to prank dwight because he was pranking dwight from afar in stanford yeah you know? i wrote down as i was watching taking notes i just wrote down jim you dummy that's all i wrote <laughs> when you did that because it's like come on man like yeah what a great gift even if in that moment, you don't have to say that. Like in the right. moment you go with it, accept it, like whatever. Because like yeah. she put a lot of work into that. She had a classified file. He could just take it and like never come up with yeah. something or. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, it sets up the way that Jim acts later on in the episode. Of right. The fact that Jim kind of comes back to, I guess what the show sort of conveys is what Jim's true self is, which is, you know, goofing around and making fun of or playing pranks on Dwight. Mm-hmm. Um you know, that that's, it becomes kind of a turn back to form for Jim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this moment is a little uncomfortable, mm-hmm. um, but it allows Jim to kind of course correct. And it, it, and possibly it's what, like, I mean, besides, it, it triggers Pam's, um, like, feelings towards Karen. She starts to realize, like, maybe she hasn't been, ve- like, you know, maybe she's also not being nice. So she kind of tries to reach out to, to Karen also after watching her get... <sighs> What a triangle. Torn apart. Yeah, Pam Angela. shows... Uh, okay, we, we mentioned this already with uh, showing emotional intelligence, asking Michael what's going on, right? Right. Or at least having the um, the impulse to know that we need to clarify yeah. what's going on with Michael. She shows it again when she reaches out to Karen yeah. to kind of say, hey, that was really crazy what happened in there. Yeah. You know? And um, Karen's like, I'm so glad that you said that. That was really weird. Like, and then to flash forward in the episode, she does it to Angela as well. Right. When they say, Dwight, you won the raffle, and Angela is so dejected. So just Pam does it several times over the course of this episode. She wow. really shows that side of herself. But mm-hmm. yeah, that, it sparks the Karen and Pam sort of friendship or, or uh, like that relationship dynamic. I kind of wish we got to see more of that I, in the show. I literally have that as, it's a good as alliance. one of my hot takes for this episode. They're little, it's like I, that we were robbed of that friendship. Yeah, when they're ripping down the poster. I was, was going nice, to say that. It's such a nice little moment when they're like... 
And I love too that how high they placed the poster so that Angela had to reach all the way up to pull it down. I thought that was a nice little unintended, or maybe it was intended, physical comedy. Yeah. Mm. And then really quickly, because at that moment, I love is Kevin just goes like, oh, I didn't see where it was. (laughs) I don't even know if it was on the flyer. I don't know. Hmm. And also, how many places are there in that office? <laughs> right. I have that down as Just an, walk around, Kevin. I have that down as an E storyline, which is Kevin deciding which party to go to. Because <laughs> they throw it him a couple times over the episode, and he's Michael, weighing the options. Yeah. Literally describes Dunder Mifflin at one point, I think, as two, two rooms in a warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, as long as it's not in the warehouse, Kev. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but anyway, but, I, want, I want to bring this back before we move on, because it goes to... Uh, you were talking about... This started with Jim talking and Betty Hanna saying, like, how is this different? Yeah, uh, he's talking about like he's pranking Dwight in Benny Hanna's. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's an early time when the camera crew becomes almost not a character. They're probably but, calling him out. Well, the question was like, so how is this different from what you Pam did earlier? Yeah, like that's what that's where we start. Boom. You see, and it's like, oh, the camera crew's like, yeah, pulling a little, couple strings here. Yeah, like right. they're making Jim think about. This and call it. They called him out. It's like, yeah. wow, okay. Yeah. I suppose the difference him. that Jim would probably see in that moment is that he doesn't do that in front of Karen. You know, right? That he's doing mm. that in kind of this different, isolated environment outside of the office. Right. And then later on, when he does see them, like acting as friends, maybe it softens the way that he thinks that his pranks or his interactions with Pam will be perceived. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, but and and with karen and pam too it it seems like it's almost like karen has taken jim's role in their in the in their for pam like the way that uh angela rips down the poster and then pam kind of looks to karen and karen just rips down the other one and walks away and pam like follows her giggling Mm -hmm. it's uh, yeah i would love to see that dynamic more but Karen is way more cutthroat than Pam. Yes, <laughs> yes. As we see in Call of Duty. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's she play and she plays it serious too. She plays it very straight, like Jim would. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas Pam's just kind of like giggling and like she says, "Have are we going too far? We haven't gone far enough." <laughs> yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> and Pam's like, "I just got goosebumps." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she, and she's right because Angela's so, not messed around. Right, she's yeah. hiding power cords no. in the plant. I mean, it's, no, it's bad. Pam can't take on Angela like that all on her own. No, which is why I love uh, when when. Angela first is just so mean to Karen in that meeting. Yes. And she's just like, you, she's like, this has to be, are you kidding me? This has to be a joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this person coming into the office who and doesn't all know the women are just like, silent. this is insane. Yeah. What's going on? Well, she uh, says, Angela Christmas... picked on the wrong broad. She's, <laughs> she says Christmas raffle. No karaoke Christmas or karaoke. No. And then she says Christmas drinking game. And Angela says, God help you. <laughs> God help you. <laughs> she's, she's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, back to the office. Uh, back. Benihana. Back to uh, well, we have the party no, we start. start we have the party start at the same time, yeah. and yes. people have to choose which ones to go to. There's yes. a commercial break in the middle of that when they oh, declare Stanley that the rival stands party. Up. Stanley, I love Stanley's <laughs> the one to choose, and he just breathes heavy. Yeah, yeah. and then looks at the camera right, right when Stanley. he looks at the camera. In the deleted scenes from this episode, Stanley says, I'm probably going to go to the one in the break room because there are more chairs there. <laughs> if I have to stand for a long time, I become a very I become very unpleasant to be around. <laughs> oh my god. Which is kinda of true. The conference room it party is, that they yeah. set up, it's a single row of chairs and then the table with basically pastries on it. That's mm-hmm. the yeah. whole party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so yeah, uh, uh yeah, I do love that point too where Angela wants to start her party early but like feels like she needs permission from michael so she calls dwight and dwight can't get the permission uh she makes the announcement regarding everybody's paychecks they will be in the usual amounts it reminds (laughs) me so much of the uh and i I guess as i was looking for this i I found a lot of moments where the show kind of i guess kind of echoes itself in one way or another Mm -hmm. it felt like an echo of the dwight speech episode which we did a whole nother episode about Mm -hmm. uh where dwight has to just give a speech about something you know, mm-hmm. and his first impulse is to talk about a car accident and, you know, the carnage that happens there. <laughs> right. And Michael's is to talk about bonuses and everyone yeah. being happy. And Angela is about giving a regularly scheduled update on their paychecks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They will be coming mm-hmm. on Friday, scheduled yeah. time, and then the regular amount. She doesn't amount. get, she can't be very creative um, in moments like that. I'm thinking of uh, the Mad Lib she does with uh, Andy. <laughs> with the Andy. tall man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, they're a cat eating man food. Right. <laughs> it's a cat eating. It's man amazing food. how much of this episode for Christmas episode just is happening at Benihana's for a while, like yeah. not Christmas really. Filmed and in an actual Benihana, by the way. Mm. It looked like mm-hmm. it. And Andy is 
Andy's strategy is to just make Michael look at something else instead of dealing with the problem. And it works. Sure does. It, it, like like a charm. Like you can see it on his face just what as he's watching the, uh, the volcano. The volcano. The volcano yeah. <laughs> well, and in the moment that precedes that, it, Michael is at his maybe his most childish where he just yeah. says, Nothing he's doing is cheering me up, which feels a lot like a kid being yeah. like on Saturday morning, just walking around being like, I'm bored. I have nothing to do. I'm yeah. bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. Like, yeah, give me right. something to do. Right. <laughs> um, and then he and then he's also like a, a kid, um, but a hyper one after that when he's uh, he's like, a couple steak, Nagas- I want steak. steak. A couple Nagasaki. Family style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. On guard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really I not. wish we got to see a little bit more drunk Michael. Uh, it's mm. hard because... Because of his position of power, he kind of mm-hmm. doesn't have the same consequences. Like, think about the Christmas party in season two, right? Mm-hmm. Or the way that he ruins the, um, what is it, the Secret Santa episode in mm-hmm. season six. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would have been more fun to see Michael, it, like, drunk and just being really silly in a situation where there aren't as many consequences for his action. Like this yeah. one, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a very funny scene. And uh, and uh, let's see, anything else that Benny Hanna uh, any other favorite moments before they head back? I mean, we should acknowledge that they bring back two different waitresses. So I was reading about that. Um, I've always wondered about that, too, uh, because we see them looking at the waitress we've seen this entire time. Cindy. Cindy, thank you. And then the and then another woman. And uh, then it cuts to them walking into Dunder Mifflin with two different women. So I guess in the script... They are supposed to come back with two un- unattractive waitresses. So you're supposed to get the joke right away that they didn't land a date with those other two women and that they've settled for the least attractive people who work at Benihana. The problem is, is that they got <laughs> that like the waitresses that they do bring back are very attractive and young. So I think it was Harold Ramis was talking about it and was saying that I see it as Greg Daniels. Greg Daniels was saying that the joke didn't really land because they didn't uh, cast correctly there, mm-hmm. um, which is a tough one. Because, uh, anyways, that's a that's a weird moment yeah. to try to go back and kind of relitigate yeah. with like the hindsight in hindsight, you know? Yeah, trying to figure out what the joke was supposed to be and why it fell flat or why it didn't make sense or why mm-hmm. you know, right? Um, but it's one of those weird things that you notice. As a viewer, yeah, I've you, always wondered about yeah. that, and I guess their explanation makes makes sense. It's mm-hmm. it feels very similar to two actresses playing Pam's mom, two act yeah, two different sets right. of actors playing uh, Andy's parents. You know, it feels kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the Cindy that they bring back to the office, of course, Kulap Vilaisak. Uh, she is the director of Bajillion Dollar Properties. She has a show on Anne on Origin Story. Oh, what? On Amazon. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's married to Scott Ackerman. Yeah, she's of married comedy, to Scott Ackerman. Comedy oh. Bang Bang, and she's been all that stuff. She's she's like awesome. She's really, she hosts the podcast Who Charted. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but it's just kind of awesome. funny seeing her pop up here. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. This is so, yeah, this whole thing with them bringing back the waitresses is so outrageous it's really it's, it's, doesn't it's, age well it is no. not it's extremely cringy for a bad reason it goes back and forth between like they think that michael and andy are lame or and that they're but then they're totally into that like it's very strange and uh <laughs> she's just an for the bike but of course what's hysterical is michael can't tell the difference between them and has to mark one with <laughs> mark one girl with a marker which I think, in terms of like ultimate cringeworthy moments in the show, in the entire show, <laughs> him walking into the break room and being like, you know, where's my girl? Where, I'm, he, Where is I'm she? I'm drunk. Like, and it has the big popcorn yeah. bottle. <laughs> and like, they're just kind of like watching him. Oof. And then she's like, here I am. <laughs> it's really yeah, hard. Yeah, that's bad. Very cringeworthy. I mean, I think it's supposed to be pretty awkward in the moment as well. Oh, like, sure. It just it just doesn't get any better with age, you know. Oh no! It's, in fact, it gets worse. I think yeah. it, I, I think they did exactly what they intended to do. <laughs> I do really love. It makes them look very bad. So there's a moment where uh, Michael is sitting back and he's talking to Kevin and 
Roy about which about his girl, right? Which of the two waitresses is like right. the one that he's with, and he can't figure it out. And Kevin and Roy share a laugh together. Yeah, that's what an true. unlikely I'm couple. Yeah. What an unlikely yeah duo to share a laugh yeah. together. I thought that was pretty funny. That Roy, nice by the way, moment. Roy looking great. Looks great in this episode. Yes, he does. Looking handsome. Oh well, there's Got that nice moment between uh, Karen and Pam. Well, uh, <laughs> Roy is asking Pam about wrapping gifts. She's like. She's like, if you are using more than three pieces of tape to wrap a gift, you're doing it wrong. And he's like, okay, and where do you get those cool bows or something like that? And he's like, can't you just use the funny papers to wrap a gift? And she's like, oh, yeah, your mom would love that. And they laugh together. And then Karen comes in and sees this. And then he, Roy leaves and she's like, oh, he's cute. You should date him. And yeah. Pam's like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you think so? I mean, clearly he's trying to have as much face time with Pam as he can. Yeah. Do you think he's faking those questions or do you think like that's mm. he really doesn't know how to wrap a present or is it both? I don't think he's that smart. I don't I think <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's that smart to like come both. up with a whole script. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the moment you or the first time or I guess I, if I'm not watching very actively, I don't really think about it. But watching this episode a couple times again, I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, like, you really don't know where to buy a bow for a present. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is he just playing dumb to have more time with him with her? Hmm. Good point. Um, Small thing. Just some, something I noticed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Roy and Kevin. That's a good point. Uh, and then, I mean, I guess we're kind of at the point now where the episode sort of dovetails. The parties come together because uh, Karen, or I guess the Margarita Karaoke Christmas is going on because Daryl, in his first moment where he kind of shows himself to be a true musician, gets right. his synth. I his, love this And just moment. plays keyboards for them to sing along with. They can't plug um, in the karaoke machine. And, and Daryl's like, hold on, little ladies. You don't have to worry about that. I'm going to go and get my synthesizer. And then as he's walking through the office, he's, he's rubbing, like his, rubbing hands his hands together. He is so stoked yeah. to... Show everybody his. Uh, he's also his wearing like a party piano. shirt, like it's oh, yeah. a blue shirt that we've never seen. I know he's ready to yeah. party. We don't really down. know what's yeah. going out on with Daryl. One thing in this I moment. don't know if we mentioned <laughs> this in our Daryl episode because that was kind of a while ago. But yeah, our every fourth time, episode. every time Daryl is on screen, you can see this little triangle of crew neck t shirt under whatever like warehouse or mm -hmm. uh, or like dress shirt that he's wearing, hmm. and it's true in this moment hmm. too. Even in the party shirt, you can always see like a. It's like a dark uh, gray. Huh. Like I don't know. It's like a. It's like Jim's top button being unbuttoned. It's right, like a small right. little fashion thing that, or a costuming right, right. thing, I guess, that I noticed. But hmm. yeah. I wonder if that's a Craig Robinson. You know, maybe mm -hmm. he just always wears the uh, V-neck undershirt. But that leads to the Margarita Karaoke Christmas becoming really popular and really fun for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, they get that margarita machine that looks like a Slurpee machine, yeah, they got that icy machine quick. or something. Yeah, yeah, they really turn it around. <laughs> um, and it, and eventually, no one is at Angela's party. They're just sitting there in silence, basically. Um, it's dismal in there. Yeah. Somber. And then Karen and, and Pam come in and they say that Dwight has won the raffle. Right. You know? Walkie talkies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a perfect gift for Dwight. Yes. Yeah. I love the moment later where you see him on the walkie talkies with Angela. Um, Monkey and possum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The possum nickname Monkey. never really this comes no back. Awesome. Up. <laughs> nope. Do you copy? Yes, I copy. What's your 20? <laughs> what's, your, what's your 20? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we see also... Kevin's wearing a robe during this. Just want to point out the F storyline in this episode. Toby yes. <laughs> not getting a robe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Until so. so Pam gets him one at the yeah, very that's end. Right. Yeah. The, the, and, and this, uh, well, I won't jump to the end yet, but uh, we'll, 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 come, we'll come back to that. We have talked before about what pieces of office merch you would like. Oh. Dunder Mifflin robe. It looks very soft. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially the way that Toby gives that longing touch to Kevin's back. <laughs> I know. It seems like it'd be very soft, yeah. And the look Kevin gives the camera is great. Kevin's great in this episode. He's yeah. so good. Uh, by the way, shout out uh, Edwin taking home a Dwight pillow. At oh, our yeah, White at our oh, White yeah, Elephant right. yesterday. Yeah. yeah. One of those sequin pillows that changes when you, uh, when you rub, rub it. it one way. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, cool pillow, man. It's it's the uh, it's the scene. It's a picture of Dwight's face, and he's laughing. And I know I can guarantee it's the moment after he gets Aaron to stand up and say, "You guys won't believe this. I just won an art contest. <laughs> I got her." Oh. I I still don't understand why you had me do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's that satisfied laughter that Dwight only displays like a handful of times when he yeah. pranks Jim right. or, or Pam, I suppose, in uh, in one of these moments. But yeah. but anyway, this is what I was talking about, where uh, Pam sees. Angela kind of distressed mm -hmm. and brings the parties together. She yep. kind of gets Karen to pull back a little bit. Um, she says, Karen, can I talk to you for a second? And then they decide to disband the committees. They bring everyone together. They have the last sort of karaoke hurrah. And that's kind of how the episode wraps up. That's right. And uh, and uh, as uh, 
you know, as uh, as it winds down, the the waitresses <laughs> come to Michael and are just like, "So we're gonna go because this party blows." Um, and uh, Michael is distraught again. Again, he can't he, he can't yeah. let them leave. He's yeah, the most yeah. brazen Hail Mary attempt ever. Yeah, at this tries point. tries to get her to come to uh, to Sandals Jamaica with him, of course. Uh, she says, no, I have school. <laughs> and then takes the bike yeah. and leaves. I was going to say, the the one-two punch of, nah, I have school, and then taking the bike. Yes. <laughs> just such a gut punch to Michael. Yeah. And and to, to Michael's credit, he does just stand there and say, like, you need any help? Oh, nope. Okay. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really um, thought as she's walking out with a bike, he was going to go, it's all-inclusive. Yeah, right. No, oh, yeah, that was my other question. Do you think Michael knows what all-inclusive means? He says it so many times. and <laughs> I think it's a uh, concierge. Yeah, I agree. That's yeah. exactly what I'm yeah. thinking. Um, they have that there? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but then Michael is uh, sitting on the couch uh, looking sad, and Jim comes over to just kind of sit next to him, maybe see what's going on. Um, Jim with another sidling up next. He sidles yeah. up. Yeah. To give advice. That's yeah. Jim's You know, move. again, talking about moments where The Office kind of echoes itself, the two shot, which is yeah. like a, a, a style of shot where two characters are really prominently yeah. display, displayed in frame, um, comes up a lot in The Office. It comes up uh, here. It comes up with, with um, Jim and Dwight in the stairwell. It comes up with mm-hmm. Michael and Jim in the Survivor Man episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I think to some extent- Janet Michael in the train. Yes, Jan and Michael on the train, uh, Dwight and Pam and Diwali. You know, mm-hmm, there are mm-hmm. a lot of moments like this where the show is framed, um, and maybe it's intentional, maybe it's not. Yeah. But uh, you just see echoes of that where characters kind of have this sort of emotional. They can be really honest with each other you, or very and, upfront with each other. And when yeah. that starts to happen, you almost know that it's about to be someone's about to say something important. It's you know usually I mean? a long zoom, right? Like the, like the camera's like, "Oh, what's going on over there?" Yeah, and it's what this, about? Yeah, yeah, what about? Uh, yeah, Michael and and Jim surviving Survivor Man right. in the conference exactly. room. Exactly. You know, yeah. like whenever it happens, you almost like you know someone's about to say something that's well. That, and similar to that moment, there's a moment where Michael kind of conveys that he knows more than he lets on mm-hmm. where um, Jim starts saying, well, you know, I've known you guys since the beginning of your relationship. And Michael's like, stop, stop. You're making fun of me. Right. Right. Yeah. Like Which there, was there are many ago, yeah. times when Michael is delivering announcements to the bullpen. Yeah. Where Jim makes some sort of offhanded comment. And it seems as if Michael doesn't know what's going on. But right. Maybe in truth, Michael does know what's going on. He just doesn't want to respond right. to it. So huh. it just shows that Michael maybe maybe shows uh, understands a little more than he. Yeah portrays her yeah he's like that waitress she was the one yeah (laughs) he's like no it's it's kind of funny like uh andy is sitting so close to michael at benihana's and in his ear and clearly you know trying to help him in andy's way and Mm -hmm. in this one it ends with jim very close to michael helping him Mm -hmm. in a much different way which is sort of about like thinking towards the future and actually dealing with the problem instead of you know trying to take home a Benihana waitress. Well, right after Michael calls out Jim and says, you know, you're making fun of me. And Jim just says, sorry. And they kind of have a, have a moment of silence. And in a rare moment of uh, self-awareness, Michael says, I did. I put a mark on her arm. <laughs> I guess I didn't know her that very well. I marked her arm. And then they, they're both just laughing about that. It feels like a very real laugh from it, John Krasinski. It, it, yeah. it does. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but Jim offers him some, uh, you know, uh, Advice? Advice, I guess. Or he just is like, you just he had just a rebound. He just consoles him a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, that's fine. You just had a rebound. Uh, and Michael's like, I had a rebound? Yeah. And Jim says, yeah, which don't get me wrong, can be a really fun distraction. But when it's over, you're left thinking about the girl you really like, the one that broke your heart. So immediately after this. I wonder this, who that's about. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, immediately Ronnie. after this, Michael is on Brenda the phone. from Bruce Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately after this, we see Michael on the phone in his office, um, and he gets someone to agree to come to Sandals Jamaica with him, which we learn in the next episode is Jan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the by the end of this episode, uh, much unlike you know the other a lot of other Christmas episodes, this really ends kind of with everyone kind of getting what they want hmm. a little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like even Toby gets the robe. Yeah. Michael gets someone to go to sandals with him. Yes, <laughs> you know. Well, and as a and as a button to that moment that you just described with, uh, or the quote that you have from Jim, um, there's a moment when Dwight and Angela are singing "Little Drummer Boy." Another appearance yes. of "Little yeah, Drummer yeah. Boy" on the office. Dwight's where, holding the mic for her. Where uh, Jim looks over and he sees 
uh, Roy giving a gift to Pam that appears to be like a collection of her art, maybe, or an oh, album or something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. It's not really clear huh. exactly album, what it is, yeah. but that's, it seems like it's one of those two things. Right. Um, and he looks kind of down. And that's know? immediately after this this line about you're left thinking about the you know the girl who broke your heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, sadly. Uh, Karen is the really fun distraction. For we Jim. even get a return of Oscar and Gil. That's right. <laughs> Oscar walks in and uh, with Gil right as Angela is singing her song. <laughs> I think it's I think it's especially important that it's the first thing he sees is Angela mm-hmm. like singing to everybody um, because uh, their their relationship is often strained. <laughs> and he just says, "Too soon, all too soon." Life is sex, <laughs> and all sex is competition, and there are no rules to that game. <laughs> Robert California at this party would have been great. Yeah, um, yeah. Even Angela and Dwight get a kind of a happy ending, just that mm-hmm. they that they have each other, and you know everything kind of works out with the party after all. And then the tag to this episode is uh, Jim coming up with a final resolution to Pam's long con on Dwight. Of course. Where uh, he gets a letter that he needs to go to Langley for training and an ice cream yep. social with the other agents. Right, right. <laughs> Again, wearing the orange beanie, mm-hmm, looking yeah. for the helicopter with so, with a full military duffel yeah. bag, like the long green bag. He's got it fully packed. Yeah. Love to see what's in that bag. I, I love the ice cream social detail. That's such yes. a funny little a funny little twist. That's One that Dwight would like just ag- acknowledge and agree to. Yeah, uh-huh. mm, that sounds fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe we'll play paintball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other favorite moments from uh, from this episode? I just got one line uh, from Cindy when they're back at the office, mm-hmm. and Michael mentions his friend. And she asks, is he the hot one or the giant baby? <laughs> the giant baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, after that, uh, they uh, are, uh, Phyllis reveals that there's another party in the other room. So they start to leave. And Angela freaks out and is like, hey, hey, righteous lady. Like, you know, oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't go in like I don't sneak into your house and steal your, your Kello Kitty backpack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, and then right after that, Michael says, shut it to Angela again. <laughs> <laughs> Just like he did in the last Christmas episode. Um. I love when Kevin is singing Alanis Morissette and mm-hmm. says you a, a few extra times at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. With Good great intensity. Creed singing his own song. Uh, I love oh, yeah, that. from the yeah. grassroots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had that on the karaoke machine. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, I loved a uh, small detail I noticed was there was a Santa hat on the Homer Simpson doll. Yeah. Really tiny, but that is, in the background. That's very nice. Um, this isn't the line, but we kind of glossed over it. But when Michael is listening to the James Blunt song, there's it's just Steve Carell's nonverbal acting of trying to cry or trying to feel yeah. more deeply than maybe he really is. Yeah, yeah. Or of uh, or, it's like, or it's like Michael the, trying yeah, to feel yeah. like that, He's and got, Steve Carell portraying it so well. The cameras are there. Yeah. I should yeah. be crying, and it's so tight on his face. Yeah. He just looks it's so amazing, pitiful. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I just love all the moments where Michael is is choking up yeah there's a moment i think it's in another episode where michael is similarly lying by pam's desk and he's just moaning and she says you know you can do this in your office and he says no i like the attention <laughs> that's right <Yeah. laughs> very upfront about it yeah uh so. this is one of the last episodes with hannah right oh yeah yes. hannah's doesn't last too much bar. longer yeah. boy she's a real buzzkill. <laughs> yeah cracking nuts that's right. <laughs> asking yeah. why she would be disappointed yeah, yeah. That's right. she's she, she is just yeah, no fun. Uh, I there's another small moment just where Dwight is uh, singing "Lady" at karaoke, and Kevin walks by and high fives him. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a nice moment as they're all having a good time at the party. Overall, um, I love this episode. It's so incredibly good. dense. There's just a I, lot of jokes, a lot, going a lot on. of plot combined with a lot of jokes. I think it's a really perfect combination or a great example of. The sort of uh, early dynamics of the show, the stuff that makes people really fall for the show. Jim and Pam, um, some of the other characters, um, like having their, like Roy is still in this episode, right? Mm-hmm, Oscar mm-hmm. comes back. He's not all the way back on the ensemble yeah, yet. Yeah. Andy and Dwight competing with each other, right? Michael mm-hmm. being heartbroken. These are some of the early hallmarks of the show combined with the sort of comedic density of the later seasons where mm-hmm. there are a ton of jokes. Mm-hmm. Things happen really quickly. It's a little bit louder. Um, I feel like this episode combines both of those dynamics. Yeah. Is this the first hour long? Episode, mm. it might be. Is that the first forty minutes? I, don't, I, don't, I, I should have looked this up. I don't I have that stat. In it front just strikes of me because I was like, this did. A when I went to to watch it, I was like, oh yeah, this is a long one, and and I, I agree with what you said. It is really dense. There's just a lot of different storylines going on. There's, you could see why maybe they were like, 
had to trim down the characters from Stanford because yeah. it's like there's a lot of different things going on and a lot of stuff to fit in in this one. Um, but I do think my, my takeaway, yes, was uh, the Pam and Karen friendship could have been a lot more. Yeah, would have loved to see more of that. A lot more. Um, just, but but they did such a good job of of yeah. making that believable yeah. and really fun. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, great episode. All right, well let's uh, let's move on. We've got uh, let's do it. Yeah, we've got some mailbag to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> did I stutter? I don't know. Sorry, I did. <laughs> uh, what did we want to do first, conference room or mailbag? Uh, we could do a quick. Well, I'll I'll I'll, I'll kick yeah. it off with this. So one thing that came up after la- out of last week's episode was mm-hmm. I think you asked, do we ever get to see the pictures from Michael's? Uh, oh yeah, digital camera from the Christmas party in season two. And the answer is yes. A handful of people um, sent those in to us. <laughs> yeah, so, they did. Thank yeah. you. So thank you for sending that in. Um, I was looking. I, at I was those really this like, morning, yeah, so I've fun. always wanted to see those. I had no idea it existed, and they lived up to every hype. They lived yeah. up as much yeah. as I thought they would. The picture of Michael with the lampshade on the head and with Dwight, Dwight behind him, yeah, that so good. Is it a beautiful, precious image? There's a I might photo, get that on a T-shirt. The, the photo of the tree is like just so, like you really get the sense of how it's like a really awful Christmas party. <laughs> We're looking at one We're of Michael and Daryl together, and it's really the flash yeah. is very illuminated in Michael's face. The crisp, oh my god, the crisp, dazzling white, and the dazzling black. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. We see Michael and Meredith blinded by the light. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan just looking down. Um, really close of Angela. Dwight doing the robot. Mm-hmm. And Packer with mistletoe on his uh, belt. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this, just, it's just amazing. This one of just like the tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just so sad. <laughs> um, we uh, that was if you go to our uh, Twitter page, someone sent the link to that. If you haven't seen it, you want to check that out. But yes, the, again, these are the pictures Michael took during the season two Christmas episode. Uh, in the episode you see him taking, you can actually see that. I was just overjoyed. Always wanted to see him. Yeah, so thanks cool. for sending it in. Yes. Uh, quick note too, we had a number of people chiming in about favorite office music uh, moments, and we won't get to all of them. But I will say I I omitted Hunter's. Uh, oh yeah, that one night. Which is truly a, a remarkable song. That and I, one night, yes. Yeah, so. yeah, I think. I mean, I think in last right. week's episode, we weren't necessarily trying to say that these were all of them or these were our yes. favorites. I think they were ones that came to mind, uh, ones yeah. that we just felt like talking about in the moment. Cool. I think uh, maybe later on, there's an, a huge opportunity for us, a lot of white space around office musical moments that we oh, can yeah. mm-hmm. really dive oh, into. Yeah. So uh, keep a uh, keep a look out for that. Keep an yeah. ear open. Yeah. Um, and keep sending us your favorite. And moments. keep sending. Uh, so those were just some mailbag notes, but we do want to play a quick voicemail here. Just warmed our hearts at Christmas time, um, and uh, it it is Christmas today, so we just wanted a to bit pass of a this Christmas card, a bit of a Christmas card to us and the uh, rational <laughs> consumer, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, here it is. Leave a message for Andy Bernard. Hey guys, this is Nadia, and I am from Dallas, Texas, and I just wanted to say thank you for what you're doing. The office got me through a lot of shit, um, and I love listening to your podcast. Also, I want to agree with whoever is on Pam's side, because honestly, yeah, people see themselves in her. I agree with that comment. Mm-hmm. I agree with that statement. Um, I've always loved Pam because I am very uh, progressive as far as seeing my flaws. So, yeah, I see my flaws in Pam, but that's why I love her. So, yeah, do your thing. Keep doing it. Creed is my motherfucking favorite. (laughs) Probably can't play this on the air, but I definitely want y'all to hear it. So, take care. appreciate what y'all are doing. Listen to everything. And have a wonderful day. Bye. Oh man! Well, so thank Nadia, you so thanks much. so much. Nice. Yeah, uh, we played Nadia's, awesome. but we got a few from other people, and you guys are just the best. Yeah, we, we really just thank you. Thanks for sending us messages like that. There, we, it just. I mean, with it being Christmas time, right? <laughs> yeah. So, at the, I mean, at the end of every episode, we we do try to thank everyone for sending things in or engaging with us in some way or in some form of our social media mm-hmm. or over the voicemail. Um, but really and truly, I think, uh, thank you so much. Uh, the yeah. fact that you would choose to share your time with us is such a precious resource in all of our lives that you would spend a little bit of time hanging out with us and listening to us talk about The Office for a few minutes. For I think sure. It means so much to us, yeah. For sure. Really and truly. 
I mean, this is our first year doing this. We started in February or so, and mm-hmm. you know we're coming up on fiftieth episode pretty soon. And yeah. Anyways, just like the lo- as it's been going on, we just get more and more positive feedback. So we, I mean, it just means a, a whole lot from from all of you who have sent that. So thank you very much, and thanks for listening. Yeah. One other two, we got another really sweet letter from uh, Thaddeus in Texas. So we all want to shout him out as well. <laughs> Um, just for time, we're not going to play the whole voicemail, but he did say, uh, he just loved our show and, uh, he really likes me and Edwin, uh, and disagrees with Sean cause he's wrong on everything. Yeah. That's what he said. Uh, but he said, it's incredible. We have here. <laughs> it's all love, man. It's all love. And he said, he'll be a follower for life. So yeah, thank yeah, you. Thanks, uh, shout Daddy out to Thaddeus. Yes. Really appreciate it. Really, really liked your voicemail as well. Didn't want to leave you hanging, but you're right. Sean is pretty wrong about it. All uh, right. <laughs> Anyway, Merry there Christmas are people show. out there that I, I speak for, okay? It's true. <laughs> Actually, you know what? They came out of the woodwork they last time. They came out you, of the word. When you yeah. like, were anti-Pam speech, you I gotta got give some you guys support. So. Mm-hmm. Something to, be, to mm-hmm. knock down. Yeah. Something we to need debate. to organize like rival groups. The Roniacs and the... <laughs> yeah, the, and the Roniacs and the Jane's Gang. Yeah. <laughs> the Roniacs. yeah. Jane's Gang, where are you at? <laughs> Uh, Remember to like and subscribe to my uh, channel. That's right. This this is my channel. All, all my technical people, we can <laughs> hang out with me in the warehouse. Ward's right. warehouse. All right, the Ward guys. house. Got it. All right. Let's wrap it up with some trivia. Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. So I have trivia again this week, and I think I'm just going to do a uh, a few. We have a, a few questions that I pulled together from a number of different Christmas episodes. Great. I think I have all but one or two uh, Christmas episodes represented oh, okay. here. Um, one thing that I wrote down, but we didn't cover in this episode, is can you name all of the excuses that Ryan made for not going to uh, Benihana Christmas? His, his grandfather was in World War Two. That's correct. He ate there last night. Also correct. Peanut allergy, MSG yep. allergy. Yep. Uh, he says he's got. I mean, he starts with that he's got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. Flat tire or car car problems? Car trouble, yes. Uh, oh, he's feeling, feeling sick. sick. Yeah, yes, you. that's correct. Feeling nice. sick, and yes. <laughs> nice. You. Shout out and making carbles in the kitchen. Um, I think you got all of them. The only one that you missed is planter warts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> planter warts. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, a nice little moment too yeah. between Jim and Ryan. Yeah, yeah. one of the only ones we get between. Look those alive, two. Halpert. Yeah. Welcome back. That's that's a re- yeah. I really, I almost wish there was a little more of the Jim and Ryan sort of friendship. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess it's not a friendship, but I wish that no. they had more moments like that where wow. they could kind of connect. I liked you better as the temp. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, second question, also from this episode. Um, to- uh, Creed steals a toy from the donation bin. What toy does he steal? Oh, it's it a, little- a frisbee thing yeah. that turns yeah. into a it's ball. It's a combination ball frisbee thing <laughs> that you can like smash the ball and throw it as a frisbee. Yeah. Right, very right. good. And a merry um, Christmas to you. <laughs> yeah. In Moroccan Christmas, Dwight is selling which toy? Uh, uh, oh, unicorn. Uh, yeah. Of the, course. What's Prince, her name? Pr- Princess, Princess Unicorn. unicorn. Princess yeah. Unicorn. Yeah. My horn can pierce the sky. All right. I thought they were all sold out. How much does he sell the doll for? $200. Very good. Mm-hmm. And how much does Daryl sell Toby the doll for? $400. Also correct. <laughs> Toby. <laughs> nice. All right. Very well done. I thought that would be a little harder. What's the name of the rehab location that Michael takes Meredith to in Moroccan Christmas? Uh, something Springs? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's something. Yeah, I don't know. It probably has a name like a housing so development. Uh, sunrise Rehab. Sunrise, sunrise Rehab. Um, in Classy Christmas, uh, Michael yes. throws the Woody doll into the trash can and pours his coffee on it. Mm-hmm. Um, later, when AJ shows up, how does Holly explain what happened to Woody? She, uh, it fell in her salad or something yeah. like that? <laughs> Is that it? Mm-hmm. No, uh, I was making salad and he fell into the dressing. That's right. Bonus right. point. What kind of dressing? Uh, balsamic? <laughs> Caesar? It was blue cheese dressing. Blue cheese. <laughs> um, smells terrible. If we'll take a trip south of the border, we'll find a yeah. soft blue cheese. <laughs> in Christmas Wishes, Dwight, Dwight tries to frame Jim for putting a porcupine in his drawer. What is the porcupine's name? Uh, it's... Uh, bar- <laughs> bar- Barbara? No. <laughs> it's, like it's, it's in there? No, no, I, no. It's... It's, uh, I don't know. Henrietta. Henrietta's correct. Yeah, nicely nice. done. Um, and the last one, in Dwight Christmas, uh, Belschnickel judges people's years as impish or admirable. Um, sure what does he give people for their admirable year? There are four different gifts that he gives to four different people. 
Mm. Oh, oh boy. Don't. Oats. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, you can't keep the ball. That's like <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not soil. It's no. not the soil thing. It's, not it's soil. one of them, like a spoon or like a, like a. Uh, Stanley gets a slingshot. <laughs> <laughs> what are they? Yeah. Uh, Phyllis gets a set of rubber gaskets for canning jars. That's uh, right. Pam gets mouse traps for Dakinda. Uh, and Angela gets uh, a couple little mason jars, and Stanley gets a slingshot. <laughs> Mouse traps for the kid. For the kinder. For the kinder. Yeah. Uh, gosh. Well, that's all, that wraps well up our trivia. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you all have a wonderful holiday. Uh, Absolutely. Please, uh, please write to us with questions for the new year, uh, comments, things like that. We love to read them on the show. What are your office... New Year's resolutions. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it Watch it again. Yeah. Watch it again. <laughs> yeah. How many Watch times are you going more. for it? 2020, folks. Last year on Netflix. Oh, yeah. That's, that's true. right. You got the clock. One more year. ticking until you just buy something else and then you keep watching the office. So give us a call. 503-694-9314. You can email us. MSPodcastCompany at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Michael Scott Podcast Company. We're on Twitter at Michael Scott Pod. And we have a website. MichaelScottPod.com. Very special thanks to Ryan Lloyd, who runs our social media and designs our artwork, and Open Signal, a community media center in Portland, where we usually record our show, but we're here uh, in the OG studio mm-hmm. at the Ward House. Maison de Ward. While That's Anne right. makes caramels. It's lovely. It's, it's, it's really great, yeah. And uh, yeah, Open Signal closed for the holidays, but we'll be back there. Yep. In the new year. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> if you were worried. Don't Check, worry. Out. <laughs> Check them out. Donate. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. See you on the flippity flip. Flippity poppy, give me the song. Yes, sir. It's not fair to deny me of the cross I bear that you give to me. You, 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 you ought to know. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.